welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you are not following the podcast, make sure you do. You can subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. You'll never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's award season and some little monsters are up in arms over the Academy's snub. Meanwhile, some villains of royalty and music found themselves in the headlines once again. It's time for this week's Block Talk Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for shade. Joining me on the panel this week are Mikey and Atomic Annie. Hello! Hey! Hi! Something tells me um, y'all are tired today. Yeah, yeah girl. One of those weeks. <laughs> everyone struggled to get through i understand that but at least we had some warmer weather mikey are you still snowed in are you still iced in well yes and no i mean it was it's four inches of like thick ice so it takes time mm. she's got a melt so that that's true imagine if you were a glacier i know global warming r.i.p earth that's that's the tea you were a good time now all right well we are going to be talking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not make it. But if you want us to discuss something specific, reach out, DM me at my block talk on Instagram. No promises. Um, what a week. What a week. What a journey. Uh, and it all starts... With the 2020 Oscar nominations, the 2022 Oscar nominations have been announced and some people are happy and some people are sad. Those sad are the little monsters who are furious that Lady Gaga did not get nominated for Best Actress for House of Gucci. Leading the pack is The Power of the Dog with 12 nominations, Dune with 10, followed by Belfast and West Side Story with seven. All right, quick reactions. What do we think of the nominations? Because I have thoughts. I have literally not seen any of those movies. Blasphemy! Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I also, I know this is like sacrilegious as someone who's like a Gaga fan and also like a drag queen, but I did not see House of Gucci because I saw that clip of Gaga's like insane sex scene. I was like, I don't know that I need to like see this with people. Um, And I also didn't need to see Nicole Kidman's weird AMC ad that I could literally talk for hours about. Um, But I don't know. Like, it just sort of feels like when you go to the movies now, it's either these like weird, like historical biopics, or it's just like some remake of some play, like West Side Story, that like has been around for ages. I don't know. I'm just like a little bit bored by the Oscars as of the last few years, um, and ever since kind of like Parasite won, I was sort of like that's the last time an Oscar decision kind of made me excited. Fair, Mikey. What are you, what what are your initial thoughts? So I've seen 13 of these. I watch, I think if you exclude the international, there's three international films that just did not get more than international. Um, If you exclude those, the documentaries, the shorts, so the live action, the documentary short and the um, animated short, there's 32 movies total that got nominated for 
one of the other categories. Um, I've seen 13 of those 32. I, I, I really, I will say the shock of Jessica Chastain getting nominated for Eyes of Tammy Faye. I think she was fucking phenomenal. It shouldn't be a shock. She should win. She should should win. win. But that's the one performance I saw. And like, maybe I'm biased because of the like best actress nominees. Like that's the one I've seen. But I thought that she was like, I mean, not that it wasn't already obvious that Jessica Chastain was like a fabulous actress. But I think that role, whether she wins or not, like really cemented how strong of a performer she is. Yeah, yeah. she should win. That was, she was so Body. fucking good. I the, So the only one in that category I've not seen yet is Penelope Cruz. I've seen all the other movies. Um, I adore Olivia Coleman. This was not her best. Um, uh, they kind of her. They, they, well, they, they, sure they should. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to the rest of the category, I really, really just do not understand um, how um, Nicole Kidman got nominated because it was terrible. It was absolute, absolutely a terrible performance. Disagree. I do not here, think... Here, it- here's, here's my problem. If you are going to be someone as iconic as Lucille Ball, you better sound like her. When they cut to her in the actual scenes from I Love Lucy... She didn't have the voice. It was not even close to being right. And the same thing goes with um, uh, Javier Bardem. The, um, Desi Arnaz had a very high-pitched voice. If you can't lower your pitch to make it sound funny, you're not go- You're not Desi Arnaz. I think the writing was great. It was a really cool screenplay. The acting was It did not get nominated for Best Original Correct, Screenplay. Correct, it didn't. It, it, How it, did it Aaron Sorkin not get a nomination for that? It was brilliantly scripted. It, the the way directed. he structured, it, it was so well done. They were both absolutely terrible, in my opinion. I disagree. Um, and if you're about to tell me you think Deborah Messing should have been the role, I'm going to no. leave this podcast because Deborah Messing cannot act. I never said that. I would have preferred Kate... Alone. I would have preferred Kate Blanchett when she was before she dropped out. Honestly, you know what, what should have happened? It should have gone to an American actress, but that's a whole different story. Uh, I mean, because look, look at over uh, with Spencer, we gave it to an American, and she did mediocre as well. Which um, she also got nominated, and I've heard sure nothing did. but horrible reviews about Kristen Stewart. She she was great for what the movie was because it was not a, a true biopic. It was a thriller. It was a psychological thriller, and she did very well at that. Um, Can we talk about else? passing? Passing got nothing. Yet it's been getting every other nomination out there. Yet it got nothing. Well, for the I mean, Oscars. if you're going to do that, Gaga got everything else with this. Agreed. So it's, oh, it's I agree. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, so what what have I seen? Don't look up. I didn't love it as much as everyone else. It was Dune okay. was a movie and it was a great prequel to whatever happens next. Hold on, um, hold on. How did Dune get best picture? Because it looked fun. It gorgeous Dune cinematography. Was like, Dune was the And Zendaya had blue eyes. Desert political we it was the strangest two hours I've ever wasted. Two? Two was about three hours. Two hours? Oh my god! I guess I missed out on a whole thing. You may have fallen asleep. Dreaming, literally. God. Um, I, I I enjoyed Nightmare Nightmare Alley more than most people. Uh, I really I liked it too. Um, Power of the Dog I thought was boring as all hell. Agreed. Um, it, the, the payoff was the 
the power of the dog was the payoff at the end, and it just took way too long to get there. Uh, we already spoke about being the Ricardos, uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye we spoke about. Lost Daughter, interesting um, story. Did it deserve all this hype? Not necessarily. Um, and then, of course, the Disney trio in the animation. It's obviously going to go to Encanto, but what a year for Disney animated films. Do we think Lynn is going to be an EGOT? No. You don't think it's going to win original song? I don't think so. What do you think is going to win original song? I couldn't tell you at this moment. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think this is not the one that he should be remembered for. So I don't think they're going to give it to him. This one was gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You just want it to be, we don't talk about Bruno. That's Yeah, I do. But it wasn't even submitted. It was not submitted. I'm aware. I know what they they did. Uh, What else did I watch? Obviously, I watched Cruella. Uh, I've seen Shang-Chi and spencer so i've seen 13 it's a good mix um I'll, I'll maybe watch a couple more if i find them because that's the problem this year they're just not available to stream you have to buy them all i have the list like, where you Willow can stream nominated for something costumes mm-hmm. oh okay i was like best picture no 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 <laughs> just costumes <laughs> no 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 okay, just sorry. costumes <laughs> um i think no time to die is actually going to win i think billy eilish is about to be an oscar winner yeah, I thought we that, will like, talk they, about her soon. <laughs> they always like love the James Bond theme songs. Um, of course, how could you not? No, no, no. I thought, I thought for like the kind of whispery thing that she does that she doesn't really do anymore. Like, I kind of enjoyed the song. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, and I feel like just like based on the Grammys reaction to her, it like people are just like jumping at the opportunity to give her an award. So I won't be surprised. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to Billie Eilish and Lynn. But if Lynn and Billie split the vote, I could see Beyonce being an Oscar winner. Well, the Academy Awards will air on March 27th. There is now, after it being revealed yesterday, there will be three hosts currently unnamed. Um, As they discuss it, it is going to be a three-act drama of of sorts. So they'll each take a, a, a third of the night, apparently. Um, any predictions who it should be? I say the Jonas Brothers. Give my boys work. <laughs> <laughs> who could it be? Who are they going to put? Huh. For James Corden, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel. My worst <gasps> nightmare. My worst nightmare. The Rock. Add, uh, add it's Matthew gonna be the Rock. And got, oh God. Got me. I hate it. The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black. Because what? They're probably going to make another Jumanji movie, right? Um, You leave Jack Black alone. As long as it's not Aquafina, I'll be okay. Imagine, speaking of Aquafina and Raya and the last dragon, imagine you wake up the very last dragon in the world that's been sleeping for a thousand years that you need to save the world and it has the voice of Aquafina. He is in, the world is in, no longer worth saving. I'm going to off myself. Aquafina was in two nominated films this year. She was also in Shang-Chi. She sure was. Aquafina. <laughs> and, and if we've not learned anything, it's that the AAVE comes and goes with the wind, mama. <laughs> and out. All right. Well, as she would say, <laughs> also revealed are the 2022 Razzies for worst movies of the year. Rightly leading the way is Diana the musical. Additionally, Bruce Willis receives his own category. And I honestly didn't even know he had a single movie out this year. He had like 10. <laughs> right. I didn't watch any of them. I um, didn't either. I just knew that there were a lot. Yeah. So he is nominated for worst performance in American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, 
Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, Survive the Game. I know zero of them. This just sounds like slam poetry at this point, all these words. Mm -hmm. Worst Bruce Willis um, performance in a Bruce Willis film. And the award now, goes to <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> now, obviously, some of the, uh, the, the Razzies like to razz people. Obviously, we have um, worst screen couple, including Ben Platt and any other character who plays Correct. Like Ben Platt. Especially um, when he does high schoolers. Mm -hmm. We have LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character. Um, we have any musical number in Diana. Like, listen, I don't know if y'all saw Diana. I loved it. hated it. I loved every it second of it. It was terrible. It was supposed to be terrible. No, it, it was, was not. It was pure no. camp. That's the problem. It was, you, it, it's too soon. You cannot make <laughs> Diana camp. It was pure Back camp. Of chips. It, no, no, <laughs> the no, 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 whole no. thing. I'm sorry. I You're, am going exactly. To this, this was this was a musical written by two Americans about a British Paul royalty who should not be maimed the way they maimed you, her. Like, use, Fuck you, you dress. There's like no humor in it when it's just sort of like there's like a lack of perspective that would make it funny or social commentary because like you're not living under the monarchy. Like, like I don't know. It just it's just sort of is a little bit like. Icky, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I oh, agree. Fully. It's, it's, it's fully. Terrible. It um, should I'm, not have been made. I enjoyed it because I went in going, this is going to be terrible <laughs> and this is going to be garbage and I'm going to enjoy how fucking problematic it is. I think the best line in the entire show was, I have AIDS, but I look good. Girl, who wrote that line in good faith? It gave me that, um, it gave me that SNL skit from a few years ago where A.D. Bryant like it was, I don't know like what the situation was, but she was like, you know what? I love my AIDS. I'm proud to have AIDS. And it was like, I wish everyone <laughs> had AIDS. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so bad. So bad. Well, um, the total I mean, shift at the end, because I was like, okay, this needs to end with like all of a sudden, like the whole thing's been campy and lights and music and fun. And then it needs to end in like Diana's dead, so serious. Like we just turned this fucking into a fucking Greek tragedy. And it, halfway through. And it half did that. And so that's where I was disappointed. Because if they had just like ended it with her walking into the lights and boom, but then they had to bring the whole cast on to like give a reprise of fucking like Freakum Dress or something. And listen, listen, there, there, the, the, fact, <laughs> the, the fact that um, they did not include a drag queen in the, in the musical that named Princess Diana Car Fire or a car crash. Um, I just, it's just that that was what was missing. But <laughs> there was a chance that Jared Leto could have been nominated for both an Oscar and, and, and a Razzie this year. But the person who was, was Princess Diana, who got an Oscar nomination and a, a Razzie nomination for um, for Spencer and for uh, Diana the Musical. So look at that. Jared Leto, public enemy number one, in my opinion. Yeah. Why? Because he doesn't age? No, because he's a shit no, human being. He, right, because he's a piece of shit. What the fuck do you mean? Because he doesn't age. It's because he's garbage. In the words Eesh. of some anonymous Twitter user, I want that twink obliterated. <laughs> I would like to obliterate a twink on Valentine's Day. If anyone knows any, call, send them my way. Jared Leto is the dustiest twink in Hollywood. I'm sure he's available for something. Oh, he's too old for me. Wow. He's too old, period. So those are the nominations, Oscars, Razzies. Any final thoughts? Throw it away. I haven't seen everything yet. Once I see everything, I'll have a better judgment on if I'm excited or not. 
Because everything I've seen so far, I, for the most part, liked, other than Power of the Dog was dumb. I will say, just for obvious reasons, like, I think this year was better for film, just by virtue of the fact that Hollywood was able to kind of parse, like, how to, like, work around COVID restrictions and actually make things that weren't, like, it was just, like, the last Oscars, it was like, well, there were, like, seven movies that were made, and then this, like, incredible actor died, and then you you like nominated for all these like you nominated Chadwick Boseman for all these things to like for publicity and then just snubbed him like posthumously and so I, I don't know it was it was better this year but still not I will say so controversial I watched The Father he was better than Chadwick I do think Chadwick should yeah. have won because Chadwick died the thing was like it wasn't the best Chadwick Boseman performance to begin with but the fact that they went to even bother to nominate him just like because it was like so tragic that he died and then still not to give him the win it was like well like he was an amazing actor like why even nominate him for this like you know decent performance yeah yeah well we spoke about Diana it's time to talk more royalty during her platinum jubilee aka the 70th anniversary of her reign Queen Elizabeth has announced that she would like Camilla Parker Bowles to become queen consort when Prince Charles becomes king. Also, the queen has COVID. So that's the thing. So we could have a king next week. Also, as queen consort, it's just a fancy name for reigning king's wife. Uh, But after years of trying to repair her image, it seems this move declares some sort of approval for the woman who the prince had a continued affair with while he was cheating on Diana. Are we cool with Camilla yet? I'm no, not. I still hate her. No, racist. Fuck her. Racist. And fuck her bitch. husband. Why are we letting her be 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 queen consort? Where are we letting her do anything? Prison, honey. Yeah. The only one who deserves to be queen at this point is fucking Meghan Markle, and I said what I said. No, it yeah. should be Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Agreed. Make it. You know happen. what? Down. It's fine. Queen Olivia Coleman. Um, yeah, I just, listen, obviously this family is really royally fucked, uh, pun intended. Um, and I, I just think this is just a move where she's like, I'm probably leaving this earth soon. Y'all are going to do some shitty things anyway. Let me have the power and say she's queen consort. No one else gets to decide. Um, I just, she's, she's. She was the other woman. How can you let her be this? Because Charles was never going to abdicate it and she wants the monarchy to still go. So if she says Charles will be king and Camilla will be queen, the people have to accept, well, don't have to, but they're more likely to accept it versus if she dies, did not say Camilla will be queen. And then Charles doesn't abdicate, but like he was being told he should. And then we're fucked. Yeah. Do we I mean, even we're not fucked. We don't have the monarchy. No. <laughs> Could you imagine if we had royalty here? Who would it be? The Trumps? It's the Kardashians. <laughs> no. Right, the Kardashians are essentially the same, like, figure. I don't know. Oh, I hate America. I so hate is that Queen, Queen Kris Jenner? Listen, if there's only, she's the only Kardashian I like, and it's because she's so fucking smart. She's awful. She's a horrible human being, but she fucking knows how to keep those children in the fucking spotlight at all times. Is that your dream? Are you going to be a momager like that? No. (laughs) She's literally the devil. 
Well, she fits. Kidding. I'm kidding. You're not the devil. Michael Block, I will be leaving this podcast right now if you keep coming for me like that. It's just, you're such an easy target. It's that cute little face. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to be a fun day. I told you. I told I'm you. I'm going to make you watch one Diana person in particular. Okay. If I get to watch it with you, it sounds like a fun time. It is a fun time. I we I watched it with a friend and we just made fun of it the whole time and just had a good ass time. Just get drunk and watch it. I can guarantee you it'll be the best musical of the year. Probably. So Camilla, it, we're, we're, we have to be okay with her. Um, obviously, she she continues to appear in. She appeared in Spencer. She appeared in uh, Diana the musical. So she's she's having a good week. Um, she also appeared in The Ring as the girl. And the grudge as the girl in the attic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, as any assorted Andy circus role. But can we just, I want to mention one thing about both, both, both um, Charles and, and Camilla. They're both like 73, 74, and they looked like they've been 73, 74 for the past 25 years. That's because racism. Another couch, Camilla. Inbreeding and racism. Are you like a- are are as as members of the royal family? Are you not allowed to get Botox or any facelifts or any work done? Probably I mean, if they did, not. they should get a refund. <laughs> I don't think they did. Is what I'm saying is like they they've been old for a very long time. I bet Diana would have gotten lots of work done. Diana I did get lots it. of work done. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she was already like inching her way towards becoming a drag queen, essentially, and she was like. What like in her like thirties when she died? Yeah, yeah. So I would have I would have loved to see what like a twenty twenty two Diana would have looked like. Yeah, gorgeous, stunning. Well, I'm sure there are people who love the Royals and are um, have many more opinions on this. So if you do, please let us know. Um, and if you're British, let us know what you think also. Because um, yeah, you know who should be queen? She's probably Me. gonna end up being queen. No bag of chips. No. Oh God! Don't even put that in the universe. I don't want that. She's she she she's had a week too. She's had a fucking shitty run on this show that we're pushing her through. I, as a Jewish person, would like to bring this to the forefront. That Butch Queen look was one armband away from looking like something very scary. Yeah, it was Hitler ass haircut. I did not like that. That's her hair. That was her fucking hair. I know, which made it worse. Yeah. Joey J found dead in a ditch. All right. Former The View co-host Sherry Shepard is poised to replace Wendy Williams on the ailing talk show host Namesake Show. The show, which will likely be renamed, comes as many major networks shake up their daytime lineups. Shepard has been a guest co-host for Williams since the start of season 13, as Williams has been dealing with ailing health issues. All right, Mikey, I know you know a little more on what's going on with Wendy Williams. What's she dying of right now? Graves disease. Oh, and apparently she's got no say in this. So do you think do we think she is happy? On days that she can remember what's going on, sure, probably not happy. But there's she's having days sometimes where she's waking up, she don't know where she is, she don't know who she is, she doesn't know what's going on. I mean, she's on her way out the door. If we if she lives through 2022, I will be genuinely shocked. Yeah. Well, I remember when I moved here, like I live close to um like Mount Sinai Hospital in the East Village and she for a few weeks had COVID and a mental breakdown. And so exactly level with where I live, 
was the psych ward that she was staying in. And like the entire like period of time that she was there, I like was thinking about Wendy Williams constantly being like, what's going on? Like, is she like dead? Is she having like, like, I just, I, as soon as I moved here, it was like downhill. And I feel like, yeah. I don't know, when one Supreme rises. <laughs> wow, are you uh, the new Supreme, are you saying? No, Sherry Shepard. Um, I okay, okay. just sort of think that like, it's weird how fast everything seemed to happen with her. Like, she's just one of those people who like, with the rise of like Twitter and meme culture, really, I think, kicked her fame into high gear in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it sort of feels like she is like, like the fact that she's like fell out of the cultural lexicon so fast because she's been like really sick. Like I've never seen that happen before where it's like, she was this like uncancelable meme for years. And then as soon as she like, ha- like has had all these issues, like she's disappeared from like the conversation online faster than like any other celebrity, which is wild to me. Cause like Wendy Williams is the source of so much of like internet comedy in a lot of ways. And he's a native like, New Yorker. Oh my God. I think about um, Baby Love's like lip costume that she wore and performed in like every week. At least she had the opportunity to be on The Masked Singer. That's that's what we should right. um, At least we be got grateful that. of. And, and Sherry Shepard was on The Masked Singer also, so. There was. Really? And, and so sure was, was. Uh, Rudy Giuliani. And so well, was Jamie Lee Ann Spears. We don't know and that yet. Jenner. Um, so are we happy that it's Sherry Shepard? Obviously, she has some history. She's never been a full-time host, um, but she's definitely been a co-host before. Do we think she's got the um, the stamina to do it on her own? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Wendy Williams is kind of problematic. So like, as sad as it is that like she is dying so tragically and aggressively, like I still, Ben Shimkus is a really good friend of mine. And when everything came out with uh, the season 12 drag queen who was disqualified and Wendy Williams got on her show and made fun of my friend publicly for the world to see and like in a very tone deaf way, it's just left such a shitty, bad taste in my mouth. And like Wendy Williams frequently does that. She claims to love the gays, but she kind of fetishizes the community and like uses us as the punchline of the joke. I'm not a huge fan. I'm excited for Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard, again, has said very problematic things on, uh, she was on The View or The Talk or The Chew, or I don't know, there's 8 million different five people sitting around a table talking about politics. She was on one of those like- The View. Get it right. Again, she's been, there's a hundred of them. So I named it in there somewhere, but I'm excited to see how she does. Yeah, she's a comedian. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like people, like, again, with how just sort of, like, this might sound like insensitive, but, like, crazy Wendy Williams kind of comes off. I think she's always said so many, like, insanely shitty things, like, so rapidly because she was, like, on her show, like, once or twice a week, just, like, talking as this, like, extremely unhinged woman. Like, people forgot really quickly that, I mean, I'm sure there was more, but I remember her making these, like, just a vile comments about trans women and how yeah. like wearing a dress as a man doesn't make you a woman. And it was like mm-hmm. so disgusting and people forgot about it like that because she was on the mass singer or whatever. And like, obviously 
there can be this weird gray area where someone is just like fucking vile, but then also have produced like, you know, thing like all of these like reaction, whatever things that you see online and whatever, like you can't take that away from her. But I think that in a lot of ways, like Wendy Williams was just like, not was like, she's, she's very much still alive as far as we know, um, as is the queen allegedly. Um, but I just think that, I don't know, like people forgot really fast that Wendy Williams was like not a very good person and used her platform to kind of just shit on people. A lot of whom were like struggling with things like addiction or people who were members of marginalized communities who had the spotlight on them in, in terms of celebrity culture. And it was just sort of like, she used her platform under the guise of what I think she would probably call like journalism, which is shocking to like, just like rag on people who were like literally not even involved with her. Yeah. I mean, the thing that, again, we keep going back to is the memes, the memes, the memes. I don't yeah. think we're going to have like a Dula Peep moment out of Sherry Shepard. Is that going to affect the show? Probably. It's going to be a different show. It's going to be a different tone. Yeah, why even We've... continue it? Well, yeah, that's, that's where I don't understand. Because, because the syndication, they have the market right now and they're not going to just let it go and risk it on a brand new format. They're going to keep what they have and just adjust the, the, the big things that they need. I mean, listen, we, we've got people like Kelly Clarkson, Drew Barrymore, Nick Cannon hosting daytime talk shows. Who do you also wish would have, <laughs> who do you wish right, would have right. their own talk show and why should it be Michael Block? Right. Definitely shouldn't. Wow. You came for me, babe. Listen, you, you, you will not be the tax on you will not be my <laughs> Ross Matthews on my show like uh, Ross is to Drew Barrymore. Listen, I hate Ross Matthews. So, oh who do you like? Ross Matthews oh, Ross ran Matthews. into me in a Ross Matthews ran into me in a bar once while I was holding my drink, spilled it onto the floor. Looks at me, looks at the drink, looks back up at me, giggles and goes, "Whoops!" and then walks away. Like, bitch, you ran into me. Buy me another drink. I fucking have hated what? him Hilarious. ever since. She is the worst. And it, this was in the bullet bar in LA. And all the fucking queens were fucking screaming and crying because Ross Matthews rolled into the fucking bar. And then he did that to me. And I was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Ross. So I, grudge. I think we need to have more of a conversation about how Ross Matthews, I think, is currently doing some like clothing collaboration. And it is the most attractive atrocious set of sequin bullshit I have seen in my entire life. And they he's worn to. it on every episode of Drag Race and it's like caftans, bomber jackets, like nothing has can age a person more than like Ross Matthews with his collection of sequin jumpsuits as like a 40 year old man on Drag Race. It's so much. I need it to stop. I need him to stop. He needs to be canceled. Can someone cancel Ross Matthews for me? Thank you. No. I'm trying He's to got think who would be like the him. energy, you know, like the energy that Wendy Williams brings with that audience where it's like very, like everyone just kind of like gags for her. And like, not that I'm like, I kind of roll my eyes at Jonathan Van Ness a lot, but I do think that like, that could be like an option in terms of just that kind of like dynamic, even though I don't like love her. Like, I, I think that it's a similar like energy that they kind of bring when I see them do interviews. Or like maybe even like just maybe if, if it was a few years ago that this had happened, like the the people from like Queer Eye could be like a better option. But I'll tell you who I should know. host the show. He's Bianca the same Del Rio. Self again. Bianca oh. Del Rio. So Leah Remini. <laughs> no. Rude. 
<laughs> no, actually, I like, I really love that idea of JVN, actually. <laughs> like, I think I really like that, that idea. Kind of like strong for what the show, like the yeah. cheesy kind of like CD daytime talk show thing. Like, I think that they would bring a good energy to that. And as much as everyone like likes to shit on JVN, I mean, they're such a positive, kind human yeah. being. Like, yeah, sometimes puts his foot in his mouth, but like always, always like, Cor- like corrects themselves if they can, or, you know, just is a good positive role model, I think for people. And as a member of the non-binary community would be amazing. Um, uh, what's it called? Visibility for that in a role like that. You know what? Let's just give it to Lil Nas X. That would be a show. Give everything to Lil Nas X. Done. Sold. All right. We're going to move over to the movies. Movie Pass, it's officially coming back. Two years after the popular subscription service crashed and burned, its co-founder, Stacey Spikes, revealed it will be relaunched. While no specifics of how the subscription service will work beyond a tiered system or how much it will cost, it is said that it will run like a quote-unquote co-op with a potential lifetime subscription option. Were you part of Movie Pass 1.0 and will you be joining Movie Pass 2.0? No, no. I did Movie Pass 1.0 and I barely used it because I just didn't have the time that I thought I would. It was great in concept. And then it just, it really was made no sense. Well, it makes no sense now. I mean, all of like Regal has their own version of Movie Pass for Regal cinemas. AMC has their own ver- version of Movie Pass for and, AMC. And it, and it all launched because of Movie Pass because they're like, no, 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 you can't take our movies. Like, why would I go pay a third party? probably more money when I'm only going to see two or three movies in a week anyways, when I can get the AMC one and see the two or three a week I was going to see for $20 or see like, it's not going to work. Like $20. Wait, wait, wait. AMC's is 20 bucks. Tickets are $20. Just like. I thought you meant for a week. I was like the movie movie pass movie passes for AMC's. This was what it was before the pandemic when I had it. Cause there's no AMC's near me. So I discontinued. It was $20 a month. And you got to see three movies a week at AMC, any AMC. That's a good deal. Yeah. yeah. Movie pass is not going to be able to do that. And AMC is going to charge them the full ticket price. You're, yeah. You're going to pay 20 bucks, but like, I don't know. I think it's just, it's dead. Movie pass. You're dead. Go home. It's not worth it anymore. Now I do know that movie pass, the company is also attached to some sort of gaming trade in um, uh, company. So they, they, they have the, the, the market for something. They have, they have the people. I'm just very curious as to why they're going to try to do this again because it was such a bomb. Good, good in concept, absolutely shit in execution. It just sort of feels like, like you can't have your tickets be this high. Yeah. And then like, it's almost like they're acknowledging like, it's insane to ask $20 to go see one movie. So here are these passes. So like, we can still kind of charge you a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's sort of yeah. just more deeply encouraging people to go like rent shit at home or borrow it from the internet. <laughs> right. I mean, listen, Alleged, allegedly. <laughs> we, I mean, I really thought um, that first year of COVID movies were going to die. I thought movie theaters were yeah. going to be extinct. Well, they're on um, their way out. I mean, but, but I think the past couple months they've kind of resurged because there's no more of the, um, the dual uh, HBO max and, uh, uh, watching it in the movies, I think people want to go back to the movie theater for the experience again. Well, 
Yes and no. We want to go see things like Marvel in theaters. We want to go see things like Dune in theaters. People aren't running out the door to go see King Richard in theaters. People aren't running out the door to see Nightmare Alley in theaters or Eyes of Tammy Faye. Like, there's a reason Eyes of Tammy Faye dropped on HBO Max so quickly after being in theaters because nobody went and saw it because they don't want to go see that kind of a movie in theaters. We want to see something that we're going to spend $20 to go sit and have all the boom, explosion, loud, 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 lights, colors, action in front of us, not some intimate artsy film, which I can watch at home with my wine. So wait, if you want boom, boom action, so you want gay porn on uh, the movie theaters. Yes. Yeah, do it. Come on, AMC. Could you imagine? Um, do you think Movie Pass will hire Nicole Kidman to be their spokesperson? No, they can't. Why? Oh, heartbreak does not feel good in a place like this. <laughs> <laughs> My friend just did a drag show and opened the show with that as her opening. Um, That's lesson. fucking iconic. I feel like that, um, like AMC ad, is in the same category as Gal Gadot's. Um, we have enough champagne to fill. Denial, like those are just like in the same part of my brain. That should win her the Oscar. I don't care. I don't even like Gaga though. But give it to her. She's so hot because of that one line. Because of that one line in that garbage movie, alongside her cannibal co-star. I kind of want to see that movie, but I also don't want to give money. I don't want, but I don't want to give money to a movie that will allow Army Hammer to be a part of it. I don't either, but I like it's in the works. It's I, a classic though. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> like I'd ra- I'm gonna see Marry Me because I love Jenny. I'm gonna watch it on uh, where where is it? Peacock. It's on Peacock, I think. Marry Me's on Peacock. Is it I Owen Wilson? So. Who is the guy yeah. on that movie? Owen Wilson. Can you imagine how much better that movie would be if they switched out his character with like Jesse Eisenberg? That would be funny. J Lo and Jesse Eisenberg. Also, I don't like that we're making Maluma the villain because he's very beautiful. He'll be fine. <laughs> he'll, he's fine. He'll bounce back. Now, there's subscription <laughs> services for everything nowadays. Sure. What is there not a subscription service that we need to market right now? Pornhub. No, <laughs> what? There's not. You can subscribe to that. You can? Yes. Fuck, where am I? <laughs> Clearly not a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> um, the grocery store. There's not a subscription for that. What kind of is? I mean, it's like owned by Amazon. That's fair. Um, subscription service for Barnes and Noble books, like actual physical books. Barnes and Noble, they still exist. Yes, I girl, I was there the other day. I go there every week. What did you buy just, like, there? I bought a book. I bought the first book. All suddenly sepia tone. I bought a, I bought the first book for the Wheel of Time series, which I'm going to be starting today. I'm so excited because the show, the first season was very good. Now I'm excited to jump into the book. Um, I I go there every week. I thought books were only to help support um, and lift up computers for Zoom meetings. Hey, you're very versatile. They can also hold down paper in the wind. That's true. I literally, I have a whole ass library that I am like in the process of building in my house with like bookshelves and shit. Like I love- Are you color coordinating it? No, I'll have to, hold on. After this, I'll send you, I took a photo of what the shelves look like right now. I'll send it in the little group so y'all can see. All right, all right. Well, 
movie pass good luck um i've signed up just because i'm curious i I'll, I'll get the email if it's more than like a dollar i'm not gonna do it Girl, or it's gonna be more than a dollar <laughs> or i'll have people um go fund me or buy me coffee.com slash block talk uh you can support that and we'll, we'll, we'll make an experiment we'll make it a whole podcast buymecoffee.com what's that buymeacoffee.com slash block talk is your way to support the podcast by leave me a little tip and it's just like buy me a cup of coffee is that like an actual website yes it is <gasps> that's it's amazing like, it's like patreon but not patreon oh that's so cool yeah tell everyone tip me i like money are you ready for the final category of the week sure Let's do it. Kanye West won't perform at Coachella unless Billie Eilish apologizes for Travis Scott dig. Kanye West is feuding with yet another female pop star. This time it's Billie Eilish. While Eilish denies making a dig at Travis Scott, fellow Coachella headliner Kanye West says he will pull out of the festival if Eilish won't apologize to Scott. For those who don't remember, concert goers died at Scott's Astro World concert. At a recent Billie Eilish concert, the singer stopped the show to offer a distressed concert goer an inhaler who was having trouble breathing. She made no reference to Travis Scott or Astro World in the moment. West then posted an now deleted video to social media asking her to apologize to Scott and the families of those who were lost. Part of the claim is due to the fact that Travis Scott will be joining Kanye at Coachella. Yee, as he's now been calling himself, is being called out for being entitled and misogynistic for how he treats young women in the music industry. Fans of the rapper, though, are accusing Eilish for just starting drama. Okay, Why? Yee needs to calm down. Yee just needs to drama. calm down. People were killed. I just... If you're going to say that Billy Eilish is starting drama, literally the opposite. Literally the Kanye opposite. West fan, you're concerned with Billie Eilish being dramatic. Come on. She's a bad guy, duh. Like, what she said also well, Kanye is- Kanye West is a bad person. Yes. <laughs> also attached, both of them are attached to the Kardashian machine, Kanye and Travis. Yeah. Like, fuck Period. both of them. Like, fuck Travis Scott. Also, was Travis Scott, like, meant to perform at Coachella? He's, he's supposed to be with uh, Kanye, and that's the problem. Oh, I'm shocked they is, haven't canceled it yet because they yeah. pulled him off of everything after fucking Astro World. Well, but, that, but that's why Kanye is the one who is pulling him in because he's the headliner and they, he can do it. Um, I mean, can we just cancel Kanye already, or should Coachella just let you go? Well, I think Coachella should be canceled. It's I just was going like, to say that. It's owned by some billionaire asshole who like directly uses the funding for conversion therapy charities. Well, charities, whatever you would call that, like bullshit, but- Organizations. I, mean, I, don't, I just don't know why this shit still happens. I also like don't know that a music festival still in our situation is like the best idea. That you can't really trust like people who are trying to profit, like to make moral decisions. Um, but I don't- uh, I am so sick of Kanye West. I remember reading about that thing that he said about Pete Davidson, that like really homophobic AIDS joke that he kept making. I just, I cannot stand this whole logic of like, people's justification of still supporting Kanye is like separate the art from the artist. But it's like, y'all aren't doing that. You still like him as a person. It's not separating the art from the artist. You are just asking us to look past the fact that he's like an asshole, but like you still uh -huh. engage with him. And so if you're, if the artist is directly profiting from you supporting them, 
you separating the artist from the art while still supporting the art, you're putting money in the artist's pocketbook. So like, that's just a saying at this point. Yeah. Just like, you know, people say that about Jeffree Star, who allegedly uh-huh. was fucking yay. It's like, dude, you're supporting, yes, the makeup might be the best makeup out there, but like you are giving this it's fucking skeleton fucking Voldemort. money to fucking like use against people. Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah. you cannot separate the art from the artist. It is impossible. And I, I will die on that hill. Now, obviously this is, this is very similar to the Taylor Swift drama. Is he just targeting young women in the music industry because he can? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, but also because he's just an asshole. But imagine him, <laughs> coming, imagine him coming for a, 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 a full-grown adult male. He couldn't. He did. He Who? George Bush doesn't like black people. I said a full-grown adult male. George Bush was fucking president. That's a full-grown adult male. He was president of the United Strategery. States. He was a dumbass. Uh, give me a smart man. Give me a man who can actually fight back. I don't know. I'm just, I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of this weird, like, energy with straight male, specifically musicians, who, like, the subtext of all of these quotes and interviews and controversial shit that they put out is, like, like, the subtext that they won't say out loud is that they don't like that queerness and femme people have a spotlight now. And they're trying to, like, double down on their masculinity and I hate it. And it's so obvious that that's like what they're doing. And these whole like this rebranding of Kanye West is like, yay, or like all of these weird artistic decisions. It's like in response to people like Lil Nas X and Tyler, the creator, or like, you know, any assorted non-binary person who is in the music industry and charting and doing well, because like they feel fucking threatened. And so what they won't say is that their new brand is just the fact that they are a big, scary man. And uh-huh. that they don't like that the cultural cultural landscape is changing. And Kanye West is a great example of that, especially because he was dumped by someone who's like I I am not a fan of Kim Kardashian, but like she became famous because she profited off of like her own sexuality. And I think that like anything remotely femme or empowering of people who aren't men are it's stuff that people like Kanye West feel threatened by. And say what you want about Kim, like she is the devil, but she also actively is campaigning and throwing money towards like prison reform and, and, and has been getting people out of jail and like is kind of doing the work. She's a shitty human being who has way too much money and, and does profit off of other things that are problematic. But like, I'm sure Kanye also hates that. And like, I just not a fan. I just, I think he's just coming after Billie Eilish because she's winning all these awards and he's wishing he could. And for the same reasons you just said, it's because he has this hatred of femininity and queerness. Will we see him come up on stage if Billie Eilish wins an award? No, he's not that stupid. I don't think he'll be invited to the function. We'll see. If you don't get nominated, they don't let you in the room right now because of the pandemic. What if he's the plus one for someone? If he's the who? Yeah. No. Who would he be the plus one for? Because nobody likes him in the industry. And he owes millions of dollars to many people and organizations. Right. Oh, Kanye. I've never liked him. I've never loved his music, but teach their own. 
What are you looking forward to next week? Hmm. The Super Bowl, it obviously. <laughs> the Super Bowl? That's still a thing. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Who's playing in that, Michael? Without it looking is it up. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. No, the answer is Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. Thank you. No, I'd rather watch the football game this year. <gasps> mm-hmm, I said it. Give me the commercials. I'm not watching that halftime show. I will pass. I've actually seen Mary J. Lo- Mary J. Blige live six times, and it's always disappointing. <laughs> Listen, you know what her best performance is? Umbrella Academy. She is really good at that. I'm still mad that I had to kill her off. Damn it, she was so good. Spoilers! It's season one! They're almost on season three. It's not a spoiler anymore. God damn it, I love that show. I can't wait for it to come back. I miss Klaus so bad. I miss him so much. What am I looking forward to this upcoming week? I don't know. It looks like there's a funeral from either Wendy Williams or the Queen, so who knows? I mean, we've killed them both, so... Sorry. If it does happen, oh god, maybe we maybe this is a premonition show. We can keep going. We can call ourselves the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donald Trump's still alive. I'm not gonna He's say not dead yet. No, no, no. I was about to open my mouth and said nope. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any project you want to plug this week? Um, you can find me on social media um at underscore atomic annie um venmo is just atomic annie um and i don't know when this is gonna come out but uh tomorrow sunday the 13th uh i am performing at the blair brunch at paloma's bk hosted by the blair bitch so you can come see me there at 1 p.m mikey i'm on instagram i'll just do that one today um at mikey nichols pay and then projects of Ben Shoutnam. If you follow Let's Get Back to Quality on Instagram, which is another account that I'm fairly linked with, uh, you can see a lot of drag performances and stuff happening in the upstate New York areas. Um, we've got a brunch coming up. We've got Madeline Hatter coming up. We've got a lot of really awesome stuff coming up. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, dropping queens left and right. We dropped Carrie Colby as one of our uh, people that are going to be on one of our Michael's shows. I'm very excited about that. I love Carrie Colby. I know you hate her. Yeah, another fucking pass last night. I, we can talk about that after this is done recording because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure. Until next week, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Bye. A big thanks to Annie and Mikey for coming on. Subscribe to Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at thinkingthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.